Hey guys, I'm Priscilla. And hey guys, I'm Jaylene. And we are the Wellness Amigas. Welcome to our podcast. We're two, dos Latinas, Hispanic women. We started taking care of our mental health and through the research we found, we want to help you. Our mission is to bring mental health awareness, self-care, and self-improvement to all, but most importantly, our community. Our episodes give insight through personal experiences, research, and health and wellness tips. So join us on our wellness journey, stream our episodes on all of our podcast platforms, and subscribe. And now let's get into today's episode. On today's episode, we are speaking to friends from college. Her name is Kenya, and we're speaking on self-discovery through literature with Kenya. Yeah, so I mean, I found out about Kenya by looking at her Instagram page, and yeah. I curiously asked you one day, I'm like, oh, who is this person? How did you meet them? And we're here now, so. I met Kenya in college. We were both in the same major at FIT. Tell us about yourself, your age, where you're from, and what you're passionate about. Yeah, so I just turned 27 last week, last Saturday. Happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, I'm closer to 30, which I guess is a good thing. And Before, what I do now, I do work in a beauty company now. But yeah, my background is beauty. Uh, I think I've always been very creative. Uh, growing up, I liked writing. Reading, I did recently, I know we're going to talk about this more, but reading, I recently did start picking up more and more. But I've always been, I mean, my background's beauty. So I love doing my own makeup. I like um, writing. I like coloring. I like journaling. So I like doing a lot of things that have to do with creativity. So I think starting this bookstagram kind of helped me break out of just what I do on an everyday basis, like from my nine to five, which is just working with people and computers and research. And this just takes it to a whole new level where I get to explore more and imagine things and yeah, just use my creativity a lot more than I do at work. We love that. So a follow-up question, who inspires you? So this one's kind of hard for me to answer because I think there's a lot of people who inspire me in different ways. Like I have friends who inspire me to keep going and uh, to reach my dreams. And then there's my dad who, of course, inspires me. You know, he came here looking for a better opportunity. So he, he works so hard and it just as the oldest, it makes me want to keep going and keep looking for better opportunities for myself and keep growing. Um, Book and author-wise, I feel like I'm still learning. I mean, there's authors here and there that I like for different reasons. And for some reason, I tend to click more with the authors who write more young adult books. So for example, like Elizabeth Acevedo, she's, um, sorry, it's Elizabeth Acevedo. She's a Dominican writer. Uh, oh. She started off as a poet. So uh, she has these amazing books. One of them is like Clap When You Land, um, With the Fire on High. Those are amazing books. And I definitely recommend them, especially for audiobooks, because she does her own narr- narration. Um, so those are some of the authors. Um, I tend to lean more towards authors who are like women of color, just because it's more someone I can relate to. So people like that. How did you get into reading? I've always read because of school. Yeah, I've only read books for school, and I never really read outside of school. Well, so, actually, so, uh, freshman year to senior year, I had amazing English uh, English teachers. Oh. We would read um, books on Greek mythology. Uh, one of my favorite books was Night by Eli. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just so many books I, re- I read in high school that yeah. I don't know why I never pursued reading outside of school. And then every year after college, I try to make it my goal to read books. Uh, Every New Year's resolution was read more books, read more books, and it never happened. 
And this year, I mean, we're all in quarantine. So I was like, okay. And I said, okay, why not now? I mean, I have nothing else to do. So I might as well start reading now. And I, I don't know, it just kind of became just a distraction from everything that was going on. And I just fell in love with reading and I found this community and I didn't even know how big it was until I was following certain people. I'm like, whoa, like they have a lot of followers. They have a lot of people who, publishers who send them a lot of books and want to know their opinions and it's a really great community and I'm just a very small tiny person in the community community but it's nice how friendly and welcoming everyone is and what's your favorite genre definitely fiction uh contemporary fiction I'm trying to be a little bit more open with my books uh and trying to read more like sci-fi and fantasy which is not my favorite genre but I'm trying to get more more to sci-fi so i'll see maybe sometime this year i'll start picking something up and what attracts you to a book the cover or the recommendation from others it's a little bit of both uh especially because on bookstagram people take all these beautiful pictures and i get to see the covers of books i'm like oh maybe i'll add this to my list and i'll go pick it up um but it's definitely bookstagram has a big effect on what book i pick up most of the times i'll pick it up and i do i'll say 90 percent of the times i'll pick up the book that's recommended and i like it and other times i'm like okay this is not what i expected but i'm definitely like a person who loves beautiful covers elizabeth acevedo is one of them who has these beautiful covers of of clapping land with the fire on high and um angie thomas as well has beautiful covers so these these uh books attract me the most it connects to like the beauty industry and like how you're passionate about beauty Mm -hmm. It's crazy how you can like blend different things from different like I I would say worlds and they always collide together. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny that you mentioned that because I think, for example, I keep bringing up Elizabeth Acevedo because she's my favorite uh, author right now. Um, And it's nice when I get to see the characters on the cover because I can actually see what this author is imagining what they look like so it's always nice to see things like that so what made you want to start an instagram account like on all your books and tell us about the process um so the process is really simple it's just (laughs) start one um i think when i first started uh i've always followed a bookstagram account uh and like i said i never really under never really knew how big the community was until i started my bookstagram The only reason I started one was because I started noticing my personal one was making me miss the books books that I wanted to see or the content I wanted to see. So that's why I just decided, okay, I'm just going to start this bookstagram. It's basically just for myself so I can keep track of books that I read, um, quotes that I like, because that's another thing that I post. And yeah, just so I can keep track for myself. It's like a little journal for myself. Um, Now I have, you know, people who recommend books to me and it's really nice to connect with everybody on there and they have their own recommendations. And so right now I'm going through something called a reading slump. So it's really a struggle for me right now to start reading. So every day I'm like trying to read something, but you know, it's not, you're not required to post every day. You can post whatever you want, whenever you want. I think it's interesting that you said that you missed like seeing that type of content so you decided to create it on your own and I feel like that's something a lot of us went through through quarantine where we felt like we had to create something out of like this situation especially like us creatives yeah yeah we always have to find something to do because if not then we feel like I mean one bored but too uninspired unmotivated and like sometimes not doing anything can be stressful (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was noticing because, I mean, like I said, I work a nine to five. So 
it just became like I had a set routine before this whole thing happened and then after that I was kind of taken away so I was like okay well I have all this time what do I do now and I'm like I went back I'm like well I've been wanting to read books and I just couldn't get into it I'm like now I have all this time I don't have any reason not to read and now I have all these books and I have so many friends and people who support me and buy me books or don't tell me to stop buying books so yeah it just became now another habit before it was makeup because we worked at Sephora so makeup and skincare I was buying consistently now books became my next obsession and that's what I collect which I think is a little bit better than collecting makeup but yeah at least books don't expire (laughs) good point I'm gonna go right into do you have a favorite quote and what does this mean to you yeah, I mean, uh, I, I do have a lot of quotes that I like and I post it on my uh, Instagram, but I think uh, the ones I always tend to lean towards are the ones of um, from authors of uh, people of color. Um, I've read so many amazing books and there's still so many for me to read, but um, I think one of my favorite books of all time and that I really got me to start reading was um, The Hate You Give from Angie Thomas. Um, it's also It also became a movie, and but the book is my favorite oh. thing. One of her quotes is, um, sometimes you can do everything right and things will still go wrong the key is to never stop doing right and I think that hits home I mean there's so much we could do I mean I felt it (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's so much we could do and then the thing is to never stop doing it and if you believe in something keep fighting for it and I think there's so much in this world that we need to you know repair and and help out people and there's just so much for us to do so we can't sit back and just watch the world crumble yes honestly like you you saying that quote just sparked the fire in me because it's like I think sometimes it's hard to find that positivity but I think we have to and we should for our own self-care and well-being which leads us on to the next question which is what do you say that self-reading is your favorite form of self-care reading is definitely one of my top ones especially now like I said it's just there's just so much going on I mean I live with my whole family so it just becomes so much, especially during the beginning of quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot to live with five different people and be here at the same time. It's five different personalities and we're all like clashing, living in a two-bedroom apartment. Before quarantine, we were at work. We rarely saw each other. Now we're just stuck together. It's been a year, so we're we're good now. But in the beginning, it just became a lot. And like I said, my whole routine was basically taken away from me. So I became really stressed. And I think that's when I started picking up the books that I started seeing myself like, okay, like I, I can distract myself for a few minutes and just put myself in this book and start imagining these characters so definitely yes uh reading is one of my favorite forms of self-care I recently started working out again um because I said like that's one of the things that I was doing and I was so consistent about before everything happened yeah those two are my top working out and reading because it just distracts myself for like an hour doing something that doesn't make me focus on other people just myself I can definitely agree on that um and we're going on to our next question is there a book that has helped you mentally well I think there's so many I've had books that make me laugh, make me cry. They make me feel all kinds of emotions. If there's a top one, I think The Hate You Give. Like when I was trying to read more, that was one of the books I picked up and it just hit a nerve. And I don't know, it just made me so angry, but made me want to go out there and stand up for people more. And I think that's one of my favorite books. Do you often see yourself a reflection of yourself in the characters that you are envisioning? Most of the time, yes. And uh, I think it's also, again, because I read so many books of people of color, especially women, 
Um, so I do see myself in most of those characters. And I also try to read a lot of memoir. And even in the memoirs, like I try to read um, books about things that I've been through. I know, for example, there's a book, um, I can't remember the, the exact thing. title, but it's called uh, Undocumented. It's about this uh, Asian man. He's Filipino. It's a memoir. So he goes through his life about, he talks about his life and growing up being undocumented so that's one of the things like my family can relate to so I see myself in him but then there's books about like women and their opportunities I definitely see myself in all these characters and I there's always a little piece of them that I see myself in that was a beautiful response I'm like tearing I also have a follow-up yeah. question. You said that uh, sometimes you can get in a reading slump. How do you keep yourself motivated and like make it a part of your routine with everything else that you already do? Sometimes it's just picking up the book and doing it. I mean, uh, for me, so this reading slump comes and goes. <laughs> um, so I have people on here that understand, that on the Bookstagram, who understand what it's like to have a, a go through a reading slump. There's just so much going on in our life that we can't be consistently focusing on something in like January and this girl recommended um good talk really easy to read just because it's a graphic novel so it's easy to go through because it has pictures and it's just a story of her growing up in the U.S. and she's a woman of color and her husband is a Jewish man so it's like they're trying to raise this little boy who's uh, I think six years old and he has all these questions about identity yeah so books like that um get me through a reading club just because it's easy to read and pick up and it, it's a good story and to know I it's a memoir but she you know it's things everybody has questions about especially when you're when you have parents who are um from different countries and you're born here it's a question like your own identity and like I'm Mexican American so I'm like okay am I Mexican enough am I American enough it's like things like that looks like that uh always kind of easy to get through and thank you for sharing that what would you like our listeners to take from this episode I think the most important thing, I mean, if you don't want to start a bookstagram, that's okay. But I think the most important thing is just to read, pick something up and read. It's so important. Um, always carry a book with you wherever you go, because you never know where you'll be. But just reading, there's so much out there that we don't even know about or stories that we will never hear if we don't pick up a book. So I would definitely just say just read anything, a graphic novel, a memoir, a young adult book, which are seem to be some of my favorite because I think I didn't really pick up books when I was a teenager just read for school so I think now that I read a lot of more young adult books I wish I had these books but yeah just reading reading is important I think that's like also kind of similar to traveling it's like like each genre it's a continent and depending on the continent there's like a different culture and a different perspective and I think it's important to see all of them even though like you might not 100% connect with one like at least you know and see the perspective that's kind of, it's funny you mentioned that because one of my friends actually gifted me a gift card and I was like, okay, well, what can I, what can I purchase with this? Well, uh, what kind of books? And I started leaning more towards books like um, from Sanchez Cisneros and more authors that are more Latin or like uh, Latinos. Um, I got some books from some Dominican authors, some Venezuelan authors, um, Mexican authors. Like I'm trying to read more than just American based authors. So. And you're definitely inspiring me to like look into more Hispanic Latino books. But I think taking like your perspective, like looking into the authors first, what they have to offer, and then choosing a book based on that, I'm going to start doing that. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think one of the top 10 that might be on Amazon still, that's one of my favorites. And actually, 
think was one of my second books I started reading last year is um, Britt Bennett, um, The Vanishing Half. That's one of my favorite books. It's really good. It has a really weird ending, but it's going to be turned into a movie. So I can't wait to see that come to life. Thank you. And then last question. What does wellness mean to you? I think wellness to me means being in shape physically, mentally, and emotionally. I mean, there's so much more than just trying to get abs. <laughs> it's just about being fit and just working out and moving. And I mean, even if you just go for a walk for like 20 minutes, that's that's good for you. Like you're getting out there and being active. Um, you can pick up a book and read. You can start coloring. I mean, there's so much to wellness. You can drink water, <laughs> eight like eight cups of water a day, like there's so much to wellness. It's not only just trying to be thin or skinnier. It's just, there's so much more to it. And I think there's a lot of opportunity and growth there in the wellness community. Yes, absolutely. No, I 100% agree. And I feel like with such a superficial society, sometimes it's hard and we get wrapped up in this like mindset. But yeah, there's 100% so many different facets to wellness. Yeah, definitely. And uh, like I said, I'm starting to work out. So <laughs> that's another thing that I'm starting to work on for myself. Um, just because, like I said, like during quarantine, I stopped moving. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's, it's time to get all, all these bones and my whole body moving. So. Okay, so we're going to be closing up this episode. Do you want to promote your Instagram so our listeners can follow you and see your recommendations? Sure. Um, so like I said, I don't really post every day. I post whenever I want and it's whenever I finish reading books um and it's Kenya's bookshop and thank you so much for joining us and just like bringing your positivity and light into this podcast you have definitely inspired me I'm sure Jane as well like I feel like sometimes we forget this perspective of wellness and hopefully this podcast episode reaches out to other people so they could see and pick up a book definitely I mean there's if you follow me I follow so many great other bookstagrammers that have beautiful content uh, if I can just give them a quick shout out um, one of them is like Tom's and Textiles, Melanator Reader, uh, The Soul Reader, Jeremy Zalate, all these people I think you can find them on my bookstagram like who I follow um, they're, they're beautiful people who create such beautiful content and have great recommendations on books so definitely give them a follow yeah thank you for the recommendation yeah we learned so much from you thank you for being on thank you guys for having me thank you and we hope to see you next time bye guys bye Bye, guys before we go make sure to follow us on both of our instagrams wellness amigas and wellness amigas pod we're active on instagram every day we do fitness videos health and wellness tip uh, food recipes a bunch of stuff so come join us and be our amiga